Welcome back to another podcast. My name is Justin Odisho. Today I'm joined with Tyler Babin here in New York City at the Vayner offices. Is it the Vayner yeah. Media offices? Vayner offices? Yeah, this is this is Vayner Media's headquarters. So okay. we have five offices all around the world, but this is sort of a home base for us. Perfect. So Tyler is someone just like me, a video editor. You know what? I learned this word the other day, predator. Yeah. A producer, it, editor. Yeah. Um, just, you know, someone who shoots, edits, kind of like one-man team. Why don't you give a, a quick introduction for anyone who might not be familiar with you, yeah. um, who you are, and uh, kind of what you do. And yeah. So, yeah, Tyler Babin. I go by Babin now because mm-hmm. that's how the world of Instagram works. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida, which is really north Florida, very, like, swampy, like, suburban. Um, uh, was always just like a naturally very creative kid. Um, got my first camera when I was like nine or 10. It was a Canon VHS. Uh, started making videos in the backyard with my friends. Um, was always just super attracted to it. And then went through school, was always making videos, taking pictures. Um, left school, kind of didn't know what to do with my life, but I just kept making videos throughout that process. Got into like fashion photography for a while, bounced around a whole bunch. And about three years ago now, two and a half, three years ago, took the jump, moved up to New York, and uh, ended up here at VaynerMedia. Yeah, and you're kind of, not pioneering, but like you are someone, you are one of the the top like people in this new like personal videographer, like editor space. Um, So explain like what you do here at VaynerMedia. Like you moved here for what? So my initial, so I, I had left college, like no degree or anything like that to show for it. Didn't go to film school. So I just took, I knew I wanted to live in New York. So I took the first internship I could find, which was at Vayner as a graphic designer. So like I have a background in design. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked here for a few months as a designer and then in this kind of weird roundabout way, ended up in this Uber with Gary and we talked for like an hour. And at the end of that, he's like, I want you on my team. Mm -hmm. And so then for the last two, two and a half years, I've sort of done personal video directly with Gary. And then I've also like bounced around a whole bunch. So it's, you know, like when the crushing it was coming out, like he needed someone to design the book cover. So I was like, all right, well I can do that. Like I'll do this. And then whenever he's dropping his case was collaboration, we need someone to shoot the stills for it. So like, all right, I'll shoot that. Um, so my, my, it's sort of like we have the running joke of, I've been trying to figure out what to put on LinkedIn for like two years. Cause I just don't yeah. know what my job is. Um, but it's, it's sort of an all around creative. And so now, uh, I'm kind of stepping actually a little bit away from Gary and I'm working on some other projects inside of Vayner to kind of diversify what I'm working on. Cause after like two years of just making like daily vlogs all the time, I was like, all right, I need to try. like, I just need to get my mind working in another way. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much I want to talk with you because you like, like you were mentioning to me, there's a thing called team Gary, right? And yeah. you guys, all you think about and, and like work on is like content, content strategy. How should we Instagram versus YouTube? How should we yep. do this? Where does it all come from? And this is something that I, basically like infests my brain all day is like social media do this content (laughs) yeah um as a one-man team so like i'd love to to hear a little bit of the process of how you guys approach things because you're just basically documenting like like you're documenting rather than like coming up with original ideas so how do you turn it into like a story yeah so 
to unpack a little bit of, yeah. of that. There's so, a lot. Yeah. Un- unpack uh, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Gary is, uh, an entrepreneur. He, you know, was born in Belarus, Russia. His family immigrated here. Uh, Gary now runs VaynerMedia and VaynerX, which is, you mm-hmm. know, we have a massive, uh, marketing agency. Um, and then he's got his hands in all kinds of weird, crazy things. But basically a couple of years ago, he decided to essentially film every day of his life. So we've been doing a daily vlog for, uh, going on three years now, something like that. Yeah. And you're right. We, we take a very like document over create attitude towards things, which I think he's very like on the nose when it comes to, if you want to be like a content creator and like putting stuff out there not everyone has the charisma to like be a character come up with something exactly and so but everyone can just document their day-to-day life yeah right and so that's sort of our approach is we first off we do a vlog that's unlike any other vlog most vlogs are you know first person someone's holding the camera themselves yeah we you know myself and and d-rock are, are you know videographers that film him going throughout his day and then find the story and post um which is a very different way to do things, but it is, you're right, it's kind of pioneering into this new place where, you know, it's funny now, we're often in rooms where I'm not the only filmer, that whoever he's talking to also has someone who's filming the conversation from their end. And it makes, as crazy as it sounds, it makes sense because like five times throughout this trip, I've been in these cool rooms with cool people and We'll have an entire hour-long discussion, an amazing discussion, yeah. organic. And I'm like, I wish someone was filming this. Yeah. Just like, like, because you can't participate in a conversation and document it like as easily as it's, if someone was like it's third so person. Wild. You know, it's funny. Like, you'll hear Gary say, even if like he doesn't become YouTube famous and all this, it's worth it just for the sake of being able to look back like kids looking back. So it's like the, the few attempts I've made to like daily vlog my own life, which I realize like I'm too busy. I'm gonna, I'll get into that at some point, but even looking back at like a year ago, whenever I'm in LA for a week and like I filmed the entire things with my friends, just looking back at that is so incredible. You know, like we yeah. sit a camera on the yep. other side of the room and record what happened. It's amazing to look back at that. So like documenting is just, yeah, I, I had a, I, dabbled in vlogging for a little bit i made like 10 20 episodes and at the time i just had this like soul crushingly like self-consciousness about every single clip and i just would cringe at watching them like watching myself and then i was looking back at some old vlogs from like a year ago and i was like Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's when I was going to class. I was, I was. I, I remember that day, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. I put that little joke in there. That was funny. Yeah. I like. I was watching my own videos. Like, I'm awesome. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wanna. I feel like at first it was like mainly D Rock, and then you yeah. kind of like, yeah, like so tagged in. Yeah, D Rock started, and then it was sort of just by luck I walked in at the right time, uh, and then. I was very, very editor focused. So it, the funny thing is I had actually, I started in video, I was making videos as a kid. It shifted heavily into photography. And so photography was the main focus and then design. And so the, the funny thing, the funny thing I don't actually talk about is like the day I was told I was going onto Gary's team, I was told I was gonna be a graphic designer, yeah. walked in and then day one they were like, cool, we need you to edit this video. Mm-hmm. And like I had, I had an open premiere in like a year probably. Yeah completely blindsided and then just had to like relearn everything yeah 
And so I went into a year of like heads down editing 15 hours a day. That's yeah. all I did. Yeah, I just did a video with Sarah and I said one of the best ways to learn is just do a project from start to finish because then you get to uh, you get you get to see like what do I record? How does how do I actually organize the media on my computer? How do I cut? How do I export? How do I upload? And then yeah. when you you do the whole project from start to finish, you learn way more than just like one that's, specific thing at a time. That's a funny thing. So like no doubt like the question I get the most in like my DMs is how to edit faster or how do I start off getting into video? Mm -hmm. And there's no good answer, right? Like Just I'm sure you know it channel. too. Like I'm, I mean, it's so funny having the conversation with you of like making all these tutorials when in actuality, like sometimes you just have to like get your hands dirty as yeah. much as like learning an effect and everything is great. But to really understand like workflow, you just have to do it. Yeah. Like and you can only watch so many tutorials until you just have to like get in the program. How I see it tying in is like, okay, you're head down on a project and then there's that one thing you're like, how do I speed ramp again? Yeah. Then you go into Google. I have right. the speed ramping tutorial, search it up. Exactly. Grab it, go back, you know? Yep. So like it, but yeah, you don't just like sit there and watch like a hundred tutorials and then jump in. It kind of is like back yeah. and forth. hundred percent. Um, but yeah, if you ever want to just like, just ask Justin, hit this time. <laughs> I got my you. DMs, <laughs> I got you don't want to see my DMs. If you don't like that question, <laughs> My, I answer all, all my DMs. Are you, how, how, how do you... Let's talk about the DMs a little the bit. The DMs, yeah. Because I don't want this podcast... I bet, like, working so closely with Gary, you're, you're like, around a lot of, like, craziness, right? And yeah. a lot of, like, trying to get here, trying to get there, trying to get to Gary, or trying mm -hmm. to... Did you, do you feel like a lot of people are coming across the content getting motivated to do something but it wasn't already there before and then like you're getting a bunch of crazy dms and like people who are energi energized to do something and uh like what do you see in your dms like as a result uh, of the content that you help yeah make a story out of so it's a mix i would say 50 percent of it is definitely people trying to pitch me on their app idea to uh -huh. like hopefully get me to get it to gary um which like even though like I'm very close to Gary, like I can't make him decide what apps to invest in. So yeah. like that doesn't do a lot of good getting that to me. Um, and then the other half of it is a lot of like production questions. So it's a lot of people know my job and like see the work I'm putting out and want to know sort of my backstory of how to get more things put out. Um, so actually I'd say probably like 40%, 40%, and then the last 10% is the people who are energized coming off the content and are excited or want to work for, for free and like do all this extra stuff. And they're like, I'll move to New York right now. How yeah, do I yeah, do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the, the breakdown. How do you reach out to someone in an effective or respectable or like appreciated way? Like, so I reached out to you, um, not the first time to do this podcast, but like, I noticed you're an editor. Yeah. I have some resources. I just said, hey, you want, if you want, I got these resources. If they make your yeah. job easier, feel free. You know, yeah. I send them to you. Do you so I think that's the best way to do it. A lot of people here like provide value, provide value. And they are like, they message me and they're like, how can I provide you value? And, and asking, that actually me, asking me, yeah, that nags me. That creates more work for me to be like, all right, well, what do I need help with? And then I'm like, oh, well, I'll just do it myself go to someone with a product already. So that was the thing is like you sent me the presets and they actually have made my life way easier. I use them pretty much every day now. That's awesome. And so that's huge for me. But but 
yeah, you need to like already come with something. So yeah. people people always ask me, how do I get a job for Gary? How do I edit for Gary? I'm like, well, we upload a video every single day of Gary's life. You can download that video, edit a remix, and send it to us. And then it's like you're giving us something. You're giving us a product that we can then put into our channels, right? But asking me or asking Gary or asking D-Rock, what can I do for you? It's, it's more friction of like getting to the thing. Mm -hmm. Whenever to really exist in this world, you have to be a self-starter. You have to like have the thing and just give it to us and be like, here you go. And don't give it to us with expectation. Yes. Right. Yeah, uh -huh. I don't think you, you sent me that pack to be like, all right, no. I'm going to send him this. Was, and then it's yeah. strategic to do this and yeah. this and this. No, that was like, months ago. Yeah. And I didn't know I was coming to New York. I knew eventually like we should connect right. on something. And that's the other thing. You said the word self-starter. Mm -hmm. uh, I would consider myself a self-starter in a way. Like, yeah, it's it's not that I not to be rude. It's not that I necessarily need you for anything. Hundred percent. Right. It's like I uh, already was working on videos, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, yeah. whatever. My preset, my audience, and uh, uh, the other thing that you notice is like we're here doing a podcast i already have had this podcast from a year ago right i didn't start this podcast 25 episodes ago because <laughs> like i knew yeah because like i want to talk to babin on episode 26 yeah that's it's the just best. like it's intention since you start i started the podcast knowing that it would be a good platform for like and maybe you know what this is what i was trying to say in the beginning that came off like like i was woo woo land <laughs> it's been a long day it's uh, no i was stress. trying to say like maybe you're the one who even edited like i remember gary had this big push of like start a podcast yeah you might have even been the one that edited that vlog called start yeah, a podcast maybe so it was like one of the vlogs and it was like actually one of the sparks because i had always i had been enjoying watching them and uh, i was like yeah they're right i'm starting one too i've yeah. been watching them <laughs> for like a year and uh that's what I was trying to say is how you got yourself on this show in a small way. You, you've helped create this podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the craziest thing is hearing like, cause I think it's tough. Like as an editor, like you're just making these projects and like I spent, you know, years of my life. I'm just like heads down making clips. I'm like, I just have to get the video out for the next day. I have to get the video out. And I think a lot of times, even myself, I forget that like, this is really impacting people, you know, like people are, are messaging me saying like, you know, yeah, you create content that in a way changed my life. And I'm just like, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not just editing a video, you know, no, like you're yeah. contributing to something bigger. Yeah. Um, so pulling yourself out and like remembering, and it also, you know, it helps me get through like the edit block and things like that of like hitting walls and projects and you remembering that, that remembering this isn't just about like making another video. I'm like, a lot of times I'll be like, what's the video I need to see today? Cause even though I'm, I'm making all this like aspirational content and everything, like I get down and stuff and I'm just like, what's like, what do I need? And then I'll try and create that, which, cause I know if I need it, like there's someone else in the world needs it mm -hmm. too. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of the way. I think some of the people, some of the best content comes from people who, this is their story. I couldn't find anything like it. So I made it. That's like, the best thing. Yeah. Anytime I have an idea and I start looking for inspiration and can't find the thing I want, I'm like, onto something yeah I'm like we're getting closer you know yeah you let's talk about like so you said you capture all this footage so how much of the story and the title are you actually under control of the craft like let's say you capture a day july whatever today is uh could you take it like two totally wildly different ways if you wanted like yeah what does that look like so the great thing about working for gary was 
that he has not a lot of input on creative. Mm -hmm. He's sort of like, you can really do whatever you want as long as he's getting his message out there, right? Like it's good. So you had so much creative freedom and I, I was able to make whatever video I want. So it's like, it's funny because I can literally watch a video and tell you like the mood I was in that day. I was just like, oh yeah, like for some reason, like, I don't know, I had a fight with my girlfriend and I was sad this day. And so like, it's way more emotional of a story versus some days where I'm like, I just wanted to be hype and look like he's doing all these crazy things. He's a mogul and like this and that. You have all the creative freedom in the world you want to take it whatever direction, which is what ke what keeps the job so fun, mm -hmm. right? Is like every day I get the freedom to make whatever video I want. And yeah. I don't have Gary like watching over my shoulder as I'm editing. So it's not really like client work, right? I'm sure you did a, a Super lot of, different, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the one thing I, I think anyone like us who is kind of like a one man jack of all trades thing, probably leading up to this has gone through. I've done like so many different like make this dude a poster, make a logo for yeah. my friend, even though I'm not a graphic designer, right. make uh, this and that and whatever. And I got to the point where I, I hated client work. I just wanted, yeah. all I wanted was full creative control. Mm -hmm. What did you do before? Like a lot of freelance, like I know video editing was a hobby for you, Yeah. but like, did you have a certain, like what was your job before this? So directly before this, I was working kind of like as a creative director for a small company in uh, Florida that made outfits for music festivals which is weird. Um, but sort of like whenever like music festivals were at their rise, like outfits and like accessories and all that were like the cool thing to wear at music How festivals. Long was that? So like all throughout the year, I was ideating on product, doing product design, creating the advertisements for the products, videos, do, running the social, like doing everything. And then during the summer, I would like travel to festivals and I was mm -hmm. shooting content. And so that was it's sort very of like- similar. Yeah, that was like my, my job directly before this. And then before that, it was a lot of freelance. Um, and that was me just like cutting my teeth, right? I was doing a lot of stuff for free. I was just shooting everything I could, editing everything I could, trying to make a name for myself, mm -hmm. figuring it out while I was a box boy at Staples was like my day job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I think we have similar like paths. I, I worked retail. I worked yeah. at, I worked like hospitality kind of at a gym retail. And then like the last thing I did was, creative director or whatever you want to call it basically handle everything content wise <laughs> for this like local energy drink brand and i did that for yeah. like, two months and there was just like a uh disagreement on like the terms and i just like didn't negotiate because i yeah. and i was just like you know what i want full creative control i'm gonna just blow my own stuff up you know you know what's funny <laughs> is like so coming out of like that last job I had, I definitely had someone like watching over everything I was doing. And, and I was like, I'm too much in a box. How did it end? Um, just the, op like I sort of hit a fork in the road where I was like, all right, I know I can do something bigger. It's time to like make the yeah. jump. And so I left that to come here. Okay. It was like, it's time to jump. So I came no, to New like York. No, like heartbreak? No, no really? heartbreak or anything. It was, it was super, it was just, I knew I always wanted to live in New York. I always wanted to do something bigger. Um, and I was so, looking for the heartbreak story. <laughs> Is there a heartbreak story somewhere else? I mean, we could probably find someone <laughs> if we dig into it. <laughs> we can't just get it like that. All right. I have to find the, the right opening. It's got to it's gotta be, you know, convenient. <laughs> um, and so it came here. It's funny now, though, like, and I don't know if you have this, but I almost don't work super well with, like, complete creative control. I weirdly need to be in a box sometimes. 
it would probably help me be more efficient. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is, right? Like, yeah, you can give me creative control and I can really go out into different worlds. But if right now you're just like, make a crazy video tomorrow, I'm like, fuck, I can make anything. And like, I'll get kind of lost. As opposed to if you're like, all right, make a video about sailboats. And I'm like, all right, cool. I just go make a video about sailboats. You know? Yeah, like, in a way, I, I like, in a way, having an audience holds you accountable to some sort of creative control. Yeah, I think that's true. I could, I know, like, I could make a video about anything, but I know what my audience wants, and yeah. so I know, like, I should make a tutorial today. Do, do you feel, this, yeah. do you feel, like, pressured to, like, stay in that lane? There's definitely a struggle. I wouldn't, so, when I, I've built, like, a big core audience that expects the tutorial content, there's definitely, there's definitely, like, a pivot that I'm going through, and there's points where, like, if I went live or if I posted a vlog or if I posted anything else, some people would just unsubscribe out of like confusion or something yeah. like actually, if you look at any YouTube channel that you get unsubscribes on every upload at a certain point because people are coming and going in a way. Yeah, it's like, for sure, especially if the channel has been up for a few years, like someone might've been into video editing three years ago and fell out of that hobby. Yeah. I know though that there is someone out there that enjoys the podcast, enjoys the tutorial, enjoys the vlog, enjoys whatever. And that's that little pool that I'm trying to grow. And if, and I know that it would be a mistake for me to listen too closely to certain surface level things that the audience does. Like, yeah, cause they don't, they never knew I had a podcast in me. Yeah. No 100%. one. Yeah. So, but I, but I do in actuality, the tutorial side of things is just like, I feel like 20% of what I could like, what I could offer. Cause I do feel like I'm into the culture. I'm in touch with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Funny. And sometimes yeah. I don't know. That's, like, that's weird. Let's <laughs> dig it. Like for a second though, like what do you see past because I think it's it's tough, especially you've been doing this for a while now. Maybe you feel like you've been pigeonholed as like the tutorial I guy. I pigeonholed myself in a way. Yeah. So like, what what's next? Um. Well, it's like being. So the channel is just my name, yeah. right? So it never says anywhere on there that this is come here. Like this is the tutorial guy, and so I just think that through. Here's how I look at it, right? I put. 500 tutorials up for years, Photoshop, Premiere, After Effects, whatever. I only have 25 podcasts. So, of course, yeah. what's the ratio on that? I don't know. Of course, 95% of people know me from a tutorial and yeah. only like a certain amount. But now imagine if I have 100 podcasts. Now you have a podcast for every one for four. So, like... Now you got like a much larger percentage of people that know me for the podcast conversations. Like I've captured this audience, but there might be a bigger audience as well. That's hundred percent. That just doesn't know I exist yet. Yeah. That would love and support and appreciate and leave good comments. And maybe it's not for everyone. That's why I'm just trying to find that little like middle ground. I think, I think that's a good way to look at things is like testing and like yeah. try. Like, I don't think like not enough people are testing things. Yeah. I always make the reference of like, I'm, I might be the greatest piano player to have ever lived. I've just never tried playing piano. Yeah. You know, like you have to that, pull that's, on those levers. That's how I grew my channel. 
up to a certain point was when I decided to take it serious, reading all these books, listening to all these podcasts, just digesting everything I could about it. I even wrote down in my notes, like, try something new often. It just might wildly work. Yeah. I think you're in this interesting spot, too, where it's like you're in this amazing, uh, like, environment, right, where you're just surrounded by, like, like you said earlier, stuff that's, you know, on the nose, the right stuff. Like you're surrounded by the sauce. Yeah. Um, how do you view, like you said you used to, you, you've worked your way through, you know, you used to do the graphic design, you were on team Gary. Now you're kind of exiting team Gary. When do you like just fully go off and do like Babin? Soon. <laughs> Soon. Yeah. Uh, but Cause like, this is the balance is what, like if I was in your shoes. Yeah. It's like, there's probably stuff to gain if you just stayed here forever. 1, but do you do you want to? Yeah. So, that's all. It's always funny when I'm like, I'm having those like staring in the mirror with myself. Like, when are you gonna go for it? Conversations. It's like I I feel like I could do it now, but I would be nothing if it wasn't for this place. So like I owe it that something right. And I always think like, what if I wait one more year? What if I wait one more year? Like, how much better will I be? Like, at what point's the right time to jump? And I don't know when that is, right? I think you know it when you know it. It's when I decided, you know, I I was saying I was going to move to New York for years before I finally left home and, like, came here. So I'm not sure when the moment will happen, but I want... you'll feel it. Yeah. It's just, I always say, like, I think a lot of people jump too early. So I'm very, like, patient. I wait to see, like, the stars align. And then whenever I think that it's the moment, I go so ridiculously pot committed, like, everything's out. And yeah. so I I feel that moment probably coming much sooner than later. Um, it's usually around birthdays. Like it has to do with age. Dude, I literally I turned twenty five in less than a month. Yeah, I swear. Like every <laughs> time, yeah, it's like on your birthday you can't help but reflect on every single thing yeah. in your life and then like debate how much time you have. I know it's everything. like I hate birthdays so much for that reason. Well, yeah, the like, older you like, get, it's then, one more year. Like yeah. I'm just older now. Like yeah, <laughs> I definitely see. Um, a day coming in, in the somewhat near future that I will do Babin. Like, uh-huh. it'll be that thing. And I want to both be able to continue shooting commercial work and, like, work on campaigns and all that stuff, but also build out the personal thing. I want to be able to vlog and, and do, you know, make the personal films that I want to make every day. Um, but just finding that balance of, like, when's it time to, like, really figure it out on your own versus I still have stuff to learn. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing is, like, you're so close aka literally the one making this content that and a lot of the core messages of it are the type of messages that you think like like it's telling you to like just to go, do it you know what's so funny like you're that, actually talking to yourself i know it's going back to what i said in the beginning you know <laughs> you're doing it all to yourself it's so wild <laughs> i would say like the the first the first couple months that i was was shooting and editing stuff for Gary. It's like, you're listening to it all day. And I was like, am I doing the right thing? <laughs> I was like, this guy's telling me to like chase my dreams. I was like, is this my dream? Like, yeah, I'm like, it's a weird place. paradox. Yeah. That's something I've noticed myself doing too, is I've been saying hundred percent so much because yeah. I've been listening to freaking, you're <laughs> <laughs> just so like positivity's on. Time. I've caught myself saying hundred percent, like 
and I was thinking about where did it come from, and I was like, it's because I've been watching like too many daily movies. Yeah. Right <laughs> it's it's so funny. Like I it definitely influences. as soon as like Gary picks up a new word, I insert it into my my vocabulary. It's not so that you quickly. do it purposely. It's that you're the one editing it for twelve hours. It's just a day. like on and on and on. Yeah. So you said you might want to move into the next steps, which would be just you. I'm not sure exactly what that would be, but like the you, film you know, skills. The funny thing the, is, like I don't know what it is either. Mm-hmm. I've thought a lot like, will it be that I make my own agency or it's or it's just vlogs and I'm just doing a YouTube channel or like, I don't know what that is. But then again, I didn't, if, if you would have told me I was sitting at this table having this conversation two, two and a half years ago, I would have laughed you out of the room. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it makes no sense that I'm here. <laughs> like, I like no way two years ago was I like, that's what I'm going to go do. Yeah. So I don't try to think too much about it as like, when, when I take the jump to go do my thing, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. It's more so like, it's just naturally going to evolve. And all of a sudden I'm in two years from now, I'm going to look at my life and be like, Holy shit. Do you remember whenever we were having that conversation in the office at Vayner? Yeah. Like I never would have thought I'm doing the thing I'm doing now. Yeah. Like you come with the hard skills, like the hard creative skills, which is like always going to be more and more valuable. Like yeah. the more and more social media, or the language of video continues to be more in demand. You've built up all this leverage yeah. via this whole Vayner culture. You know, everyone's in tune with like the same stuff, which is, which is also heavily, like you're also heavily in it too. How do you like unstick yourself eventually from being Gary's video guy? Or like, do you see what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Gary said a similar thing to an, an artist about like he doesn't want to have a number one hit because then he's gonna have to spend his whole life like undoing that or whatever. How yeah. do you like un- make sure you don't super glue yourself and you can always yeah you know um, do you think about that or is it I even do. an issue? To I, you? No, I, I do a lot because I, I never want to be pigeonholed too much into same thing I go through. Um, so Gary and I were in LA a few months ago. We we're having a meeting and. We like finished the meeting, got back in the car and the camera wasn't even rolling. And it was just a personal question I had asked him. And it was something that he came up in the conversation of like the meeting he was in. So Ashton Kitcher, now he's like this tech mogul and is like doing all these things and is like a movie star and he can sort of go into any world he wants, right? But he was pigeonholed as like the 70s show and dude, where's my car? You know, the prank thing. Yeah. Like that was punk. like his, his lane. Like no one looking at him would have ever been like, how do you transition from the punk guy to a guy who's like VC companies are going to talk to about like tech innovation. Right. And so Gary was like, if you are something, that's what you are. You know, like you have to like force people to see. So I'm sure that a lot of people, whenever I go out to like make my own content will be like, he can't make his own stuff. He's only good at like producing content for other people. That's a real possibility. And it's up to me to just to force myself to unwind it. You're known for the work that you yeah. put behind. And, and it's honestly, it's, content. Not, it's, it's not content. even Gary's stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I love photo and video and design, but I want to get into weirder things. Yeah. You know, like I really want to learn how to produce music. Yeah. And so if I like go into that, people are going to be like, nah, he's just a video kid. He can't do this. No. You, yeah. like, you're you're going to fight people pigeonholing you for your entire career. Yeah. You know, like you just have to, it's about having that like resilience in yourself. Yeah. Like I'm going to push to know when to lead and and when to know when I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just goes, goes exactly back to that thing I said about how like 
I have 500 tutorials, 25 podcasts. Yeah. Of course I'm the tutorial guy, but what if I have 600 podcasts? Yeah. Same thing with you. You have two years working with Gary and whatever. Cool. You're going to be the guy that was working with Gary for like yeah. a bit. But then what if you put five years into a music career? Yeah. It's, Same with it's Kanye. Completely up you know? to you. Yeah. They tell him not to make, start making beats. They tell him not to rap. Rap. They told him stick to rapping. Don't make clothes. Now he's yeah. making clothes. Now he's gonna be president or whatever. But <laughs> and, and and it's to even like circle it back to like the Gary conversation is like Gary was, you know, worked at a wine store mm-hmm. before he started VaynerMedia. I think the answer seems hard, but then when you actually, like, actually just look at examples, you realize that, yeah, it is just about, like, showing the rest of yourself. That's the thing too. It's like, I know I authentically have more to give and you know that there's authentically more in you that you're interested in. Yeah. It's just that people can only see the tip of the iceberg. So it's up to you to like, people like show. people don't know what they want and people don't know what you're capable of till you show them. Yeah. 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 It's all context and content. A hundred percent. I just said a hundred percent. It's good. That's, it's that's a great way to break. I feel like we just had like five minutes of super intensity. No, solid. cause that is like one of the biggest, biggest issues I have as a content creator at this current moment is this pivot that I'm trying to maneuver through. Yeah. And it's like, do you play basketball? Uh, or pick no. up at least. Yeah. It's no, like, you know, not at all. But, no. but I, I understand, pivoting, you know, the word pivot, you 100%. know, and then a bunch of dudes are trying to steal the ball. Definitely. Like, yeah. Which way do I go to get to the basket now? It made me flash. So like, oh, it made me flashback. I played pickup basketball with Gary last summer and he just like destroyed my face. Oh really? Yeah. It was oh bad. <laughs> you guys probably go through this all the time. Like with documenting. Definitely. There's tons of moments where it's, it's like Gary will be on a rant and then I'm like, this will be good. Let me dig more into this. And then he goes into like seven other rant thing. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't bring it back around. Yeah. So you, what have you learned about like, like you said, digging, it's almost what you're doing is, I mean, documenting, but like, I know some documentary filmmakers. It's it's up to you to like produce the story on Mm -hmm. the ground. You know, if, Gary's so in like in his shit and like running a company. It's not enough for me to just be in the corner of the room Holding the camera all day because otherwise like he forgets that I'm there and like he just does his thing It's that he has a meeting and I'm like cool. Let's talk more about this thing that happened in the meeting And so anytime that he's talking like straight to the camera or like giving context on a moment It's something that myself or DRock or one of the other filmers has like we've thrown the question into the ring to like get to like build the story out. Yeah is there a competition between you and D-Rock? You guys beefing? <laughs> so it all, uh... that's, it's funny. That's actually, that's something that Gary always brings up is that like D-Rock and I are like really best friends. Yeah. Like we're so tight. Um, it's just like the Vayner nation has decided there's like pinned us against each other. Uh, and I'm sure on some level, like it is right. Like if he does a really good episode, I'm like, cool, I've got to top it. Like, and then I'll like, I'll take my shot and yeah. like try to do a better one and then he'll try and do a better one and he'll do a better one. So it's a great partnership um to to force ourselves to get better do you feel like all so like me right i'm a solo creator do you feel like at this point if you don't start building a team like you're gonna start like falling behind or do you still feel like there's room for the solo creator to make it without having a team gary or team justin i think team babin i think totally you have the ability to be a solo creator it just comes down to the value of your time, right? Like 
instead of making five videos, you can make 10 videos if you start outsourcing the editing. You know, like that's the thing. It's not necessary. It's just, it all depends on what scale you want it to grow to. Scaling, right? Yeah. I mean, shouldn't everyone want to scale it to this? big as a scale as it can be some people and not, yeah. not everyone though not everyone wants to yeah to like have to, to manage an account with a million subscribers yeah, yeah, yeah you know it's a lot of work like some people want to make you know videos once a week and like be happy and have good work-life balance it's it's all like personal yeah personal goals you know i think you brought out some really solid sticking points that a lot of creators are gonna go through naturally yeah um, are there any projects, any like things like favorite music, books, whatever that's like been on your mind? Um, so yeah, I mean, having someone who has like a successful YouTube channel in like a similar world, what's, what piece of advice would you give me having context on me now for, I was having talking for an hour that I should implement into my own YouTube channel to not necessarily even see like immediate growth, but like set foundations to like build that, you know, is like building my own YouTube channel for myself is something that's very high on my goal list for the back half of this year. Yeah. I think if I was you before you just leap, like you might have to work double time in a way, like mm -hmm. do all the, all the Gary stuff. Then also like the thing with 1, you yeah. is you have so much value stored up. You have probably like, 35 video ideas bubbling in your head before yeah. you would have to like really sit down and think about it so like all this stuff that i've been asking you like how to do this how to do that i mean that's just basic how-to stuff like how to do this how to do this how to how to sh shoot a podcast how to mm -hmm. stitch audio blah blah, blah 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 you know all these little technical things about being a producer editor you could probably package together like a dozen of those valuable lessons into videos those would those would perform well um, people would recognize like kind of who you are and what credibility you have. That's one thing you have that, um, that I in a way lack, like all my credibility is more like freelance projects that people wouldn't know about. Mm -hmm. You have like this super credible creative director type of role. Uh, I haven't seen like what's totally on your YouTube channel. I'd have to like look through it to see, but not you, much. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. So I just made like my first sort of like foray into like, all right, I'm going to start doing stuff. Um, which was just like an actual question and answer, like sourced questions about like video production from Instagram and like did a 10 minute Q and A video. Um, and then I did a lot of sort of these like cinematic esque vlogs where yeah. it's one minute of me narrating literally whether it's heartbreak or like whatever of like what I'm going through that day. And it's like me just putting, you know, good music and like B roll that I've shot. Yeah. Um, a big thing is like, I want to figure out a way to merge lifestyle content with having depth yeah some right? sort of information or value yeah so it's like as i'm sh like how do i become like the sam colder of like emotional storytelling i get you i tried to grab there because i yeah. like knowing your audience i'm like that's probably gonna like people are all about zoom transitions oh, sam colder, <laughs> you know? i want to get him on the podcast but i just she's probably in india somewhere probably <laughs> but um it's almost like what can i tell you it's like you already know anyone it's probably pounded in your brain like yeah, easy. You put out content, yeah. do a podcast, do a live stream. I, I think that one thing, I guess, like, I don't know if you think about it that way, but, like, working double time. Like, yeah. working Gary, but then, like, working Babin. I'm making the Babin stuff, yeah. And, yeah, just, just to start, I guess there is, like, a bunch of 
I guess what I would say is like give away everything you know, mm-hmm. just like empty it out of yourself, and yeah. it will, and that will be a great foundation to start with. Because like right now, there's probably a lot of people who don't have that much context on you, and even stuff like this. Like, sure, I genuinely think we have good crossover and want to talk to you, but pick and choose some other people or like yeah. some other people that like just you know just use the leverage that you have like this 100%. is something that i'm thinking of like am i always gonna have this much leverage i don't know but what if i like like why am i not traveling more literally meeting with everyone that i should be and could yeah. be because i'm not always going to be able to like like you said it's getting to the point now where a lot of people are damning you you can't say yes to as much stuff as you used to right and so like if I DM'd you like two years later, maybe my channel is not as relevant or whatever. It's like yep. strike while it's hot. So right 100%. now, while it's hot for you, like use it, you know, and yeah. that'll like keep it hot in a way. It's a self fulfilling circle. I don't know. Like, honestly, what can I tell you? And it's so funny. It's like, <laughs> sure. Like it's, like can I, I, am I telling you anything different? I think sometimes, a different voice. sometimes you need another voice to like remind you things mm-hmm. as much as I live in this world. And it's like, sure. Like I, I sit down and I know the total strategy of how to grow a YouTube channel and like how to do all yeah. these things. Sometimes you just need someone different to be like, yo, wake the fuck up. <laughs> like yeah. this is what you need to do. Yeah. No, you know. Yeah. It's like, I wish I was more around more stuff because like I have to travel to be around certain type of energy like this. Yeah. Um, well, so obviously like we talked a little bit like Detroit yeah. where you live. Yeah. Why not LA or New York? It might be soon. Yeah. Honestly, it's just like this thing, this whole like career has opened up in such a spontaneous and like unexpected. Did you expect this to happen? I'm totally I decided for it to happen. You. Okay. I decided for it to happen. And, but like you said, how you said two and a half years ago, yeah. like if you would have told me in high school that I'm going to be the dude with like a ton of different numbers in his phone, like you're the guy who knows a lot of people. Yeah. Like I would have laughed at you. Yeah. <laughs> I barely even had anyone to sit with at lunch, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So right there. Yeah. So it's like now it's like I look like at some of the people like, why do I have this person's number? Like, how do I have this person's number on my phone? First of all, I have that moment a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any like crazy like the rock? (laughs) I like nothing I can say, Uh, but you definitely have to bleep what I'm about to say. But like the day texted me, I was like, holy shit. That was like, I lost my fucking mind. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm so appreciative that. There is someone like Gary and you guys that helped put it all together. When I went looking for it, there it was to be found. Like stuff that just like affirmed stuff that I already believed. And it just like I decided and then I put the work in and luckily it did work by the time I graduated. And now why still Detroit? It's just like I'm a year. I'm just like freshly graduated in a way. The business whatever the business whatever you'd call it has been successful for the past 12 months or so and now i'm kind of just like like you said it when it feels right like you go all in yeah like i'm keeping my options open like maybe you're gonna have to bleep this maybe is gonna call me maybe so and be uh (laughs) and be like yeah i need you to come on tour with me blah blah blah. you're gonna live on the bus whatever 
oh sorry i just bought a house in new york i can't or whatever yeah. it's like it's it's crazy i don't know i should i don't know i'm traveling right now but like yeah, yeah it's like what about so what about family what, like what was parents reactions to you being like i'm not gonna get a traditional job right now i'm gonna it kind of happened channel. like uh, quicker than they could say anything <laughs> to because yeah. like I never, I just, I never told anyone about like my content because yeah. I had been doing this stuff just like, in, like anonymous name, just a yeah. username, whatever. Um, you know, I didn't feel the need to tell any of my, any of my, it's actually kind of cringy. I don't want them to see like <laughs> these tutorial videos that I'm putting up for fun. It was never meant to be public. I did have a conversation with my mom. I was like, look, you know. I think I can do this thing online. Trust me, you know, I'm smart. We'll <laughs> see by the time I graduate. But, like, I think I can yeah. do this instead of, like, uh, I, there was, like, a little bit of, like, I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. I could yeah. sense. But, like, she's, like, whatever, as long as you're still going to school and graduate. And, and uh, I made it work, like, within, like, six months to 12 months after that and then and then like once i i had even more figured out i could explain it to her now they're super proud they're super happy and uh, yeah it's not, yeah <laughs> now like they they totally on they were always they always su were supportive but now they really get it because now yeah. they see like my mom reads like the, all the comments and she's like yeah she awesome. she loves reading like the nice ones yeah. it sounds silly like my mom's the only one that watches my videos <laughs> i'm like mom why are you watching you don't know anything about like yeah. video editing like why that's do you care fine. she's like because you're my son <laughs> i want to read the comments about you that's amazing and, uh yeah it's been totally like unimaginable in a way where it would where it will lead up and where it will end up and a lot of times i'm sitting in these rooms and like now I'm used to having a podcast conversation, but the first, like sometimes I'll be like, how the heck am I here? You know, yeah. like what the heck is going no, on? I get it. And my like hometown friends or like just my friends that are still my friends who just don't do anything like social media, like wise. Some of them don't even yeah. have Instagram. Um, it's like strange too for them to see like, like you're like, doing it, you know, not doing it, but like, like I wouldn't behave like this on a personally behave. When I say is like, I used to have a personal account before yeah. and I wouldn't ever barely post. So that's right. like, Justin's not the guy that is going to be like, Hey, here with this, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. I would never turn on selfie cam on like my old personal <laughs> account. But it's like it just work in a way and it's, it's become it, who I am. It's sort of like it's almost like the character, like when the, yeah, when the camera comes on. It's not a character, but it's like it's, it is. It is. Yeah, it's like that balance, right? Because I'm the it's same me. way. Like I'm hyper, hyper introverted. It's, yeah. But like if I'm directing a photo shoot or something, like I'll be the loudest, most like out there person. Yeah. You know, it's just like that. You have to shit. know the, yeah. what role you have to play to get the work done. Yeah. That's good it's it. because, like you said, sometimes you get down, but you need to have that high that overarching like reason why yeah. you know and i know yeah normally i wouldn't put the selfie cam on me and ham it up or whatever yeah but i'm doing this for a bigger reason you know i want to like help people i want to retire my parents i want to do this right. i want to do that so i don't care if i look stupid right now you yeah. know i have obviously 
you know, usually when you think someone looks stupid, it's because they know something that you, you, don't, you don't, yeah, in a way. Or if that. you think someone's crazy, I don't know where I, I saw a quote like that somewhere. It's like, you can always learn from what's being explained, but you know, even if someone's not trying to teach you, they can never hide their actions. And actions speak louder than words, they say. So if you really want to learn, watch what people are like doing because they can't hide that from you. Yeah. So like, I don't know. That's something Gary always says. He's like, you know, yeah, watch, watch what it. I'm doing, yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. And I, 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 I learned so much and I agree so much with so much stuff he says. But what's your, uh, what's your why then? Do you have like an overarching why? Like wrapping it up kind of, I guess. Like that's everything about you, but like, yeah, why? You, you know, it's so, it's, it's really funny you ask me that in this juncture of my life because I think the thing I'm asking myself more like every day on my walk to work because I'm like why am I doing what I'm doing I've always sort of thought like I'll just work really really hard and like be making videos and photos every day and it'll position me in a place where whenever I figure out what the thing I really want to do is at least I can just like go do it and so I'm not sure exactly what like the why is it's still like a conversation going on in my head I just know that like I want to position myself in a place where every day I can wake up, create things I want to create, be happy about walking into work. Like I, I grew up in a world where I watched a lot of my family members like dread Monday morning, like hated they, they hated waking up to like go to an office. And I just want to be like, all right, my parents did that so that I'm in a place where I don't have to be that. So every day it's like, you know, you look in the mirror and ask yourself like, am I happy with what I'm doing today? And as long as the answer is yes, cool, you're moving in the right direction. And then if the answer is no too many days in a row, you make adjustments. Yeah, work is the, I had that same thing. On, I have a vision board in my closet. Yeah. And I have these big questions all the time. Like, how am I ever going to do this? How am I going to do this? Like, blah, blah. And I just have, I wrote down, like, work is the answer. Yeah. Right? Just the work will manifest it all, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's a great place to wrap it up. Um got some bleeps to put in here. got some cuts to make, <laughs> but I think we got a really solid, yeah, like a I think solid that was, that was a really amount talk. of, uh, amount of topics covered and like things to, to cover. So, uh, everyone, this is like hot ones. Like look into the camera. You have 30 <laughs> seconds. You won. You ate all the spicy wings. <laughs> I try to go Where can it. people find you? Um, primary place is going to be Instagram. I'm just at Babin, B-A-B-I-N. And then on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash Tyler Babin is where hopefully within the next six months things will uh will get get popping perfect and I'll link all of that stuff in the in the description and the show notes wherever you're listening to this if you enjoyed the podcast definitely subscribe to the channel check out the other episodes follow me on Instagram and I'd love for you to DM us like DM us on Instagram ask or just tell us what you thought. If you listen this far, you know, I love you. You're the most valuable. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're in person. deep at this point. <laughs> and yeah, you're in deep at this point. So, you know, send us a thoughtful message. Let us know what you thought. You know, that story really touched me, whatever. <laughs> I go through the same thing. And um, if you are listening on iTunes, a review on iTunes would also be very much appreciated. So thank you guys so much for listening, watching. Tyler, thank you so much for uh inviting me giving me a tour and the conversation yeah thanks for having me on thank you so much and i'll see you guys in the next one